0: for losers welcome everyone to another thrilling episode of statistically speaking i'm your co-host kyle with me always is the ravishing blink and riley uh known as uh the giant turkey nugget guy on twitter (laughs) also we got we got special guest jared lee he is an r expert he doesn't call himself that. I call himself. I call him that because just looking through his Twitter, you can see he knows how to use R. He knows what he's doing. Uh, he's got some great graphics out here. We'll talk about those in a little bit. Jared, how's it going?
1: Uh, it's going well. Thanks for having me. Excited to be here.
0: Yeah. So I mean, this goes without saying. I, I'm assuming you're an R guy versus a Python guy, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, that's what I'm most <laughs> well known yeah. for. I'm one of the co-authors on the CFB fast R package. Which is the primary yeah. way that people get college football data? Um, in
0: yeah, art. yeah. Uh, before we go any can you explain yeah. like for people who are who are listening, like what the hell does that mean? Uh, go go into that exactly and what you um, what you provide with that and what it does and how people use it and so on.
1: Yeah. So most people who do anything with college football data. Um, use collegefootballdata.com. It's like a great resource. Um, and so CFB Faster is primarily just a wrapper around the API um, to pull in the data and use it in R. Um, nice. And then we we have like our extra models that we tack onto. We have our own win probability model, our own EPA model that goes into it that uh, that we use. Um, but it's just and it's an open source package as part of like the sports dataverse, which is a bigger project. Uh does similar uh, data like makes data accessible for all kinds of sports we have a bunch of hockey packages uh football basketball a bunch of stuff uh, for yeah. any kind of data awesome um yeah and i just uh basically maintain the cfp faster specifically
0: yeah so so how does one get started with that so like um you know i i've dabbled with that kind of stuff i know Blinken has i've looked for data many times and haven't been able to find an easy way to get exactly what I want, so I kind of just give up or I right. manually just cut and copy paste or try and build something that pulls it out but it never turns out right. Like how how did you get started in in creating this uh faster way to to get it?
1: Um so I was kind of just a tag along. Um Saeem <laughs> whose name I absolutely just butchered, um yeah. is the uh guy who he originally was one of the authors along with uh parker and um may uh who wrote cfb scrapper scraper yeah um was the original art package which was just the wrapper around it um and then i came in towards the end and just helped a little bit and then as we switched over to cfb faster it just uh it basically copies the nfl uh faster package which is the nfl verse guys who do a bunch of done a bunch of great work uh, making nfl data very accessible yeah. uh, we just copied their method uh of kind of just like pre-processing a lot of the data from college football data um and just making it we store it on github in these like giant data repositories that just make it really much much faster to load in instead of taking like um to load in seasons worth of data it used to like take an hour or so with uh, yeah cfb scraper and now it's a a minute maybe probably less nice to load it in um that being said i kind of lost the thread of your original question there Uh, how do i how did i get started with it
0: yeah yeah like uh you were just oh yeah yeah so um, someone like hey can i help or how how did that yeah no
1: so i actually had a brother who he's a data scientist who does sports betting he like builds uh, betting models um who he went to sloan he met saim there and just kind of like connected me with him um and then because i had Built my own. I, I had written a few lines of code to like get into um, the college football data API myself, um, but much like it was very, very like complicated. And so it was good. Like it was about the same time that CFB scraper came out, and it was like, oh yeah, no, this is a much easier way. They did the hard work for me, um, and so just got into their little like Slack channel with a few other guys. That's where I met uh, a couple guys you had on the channel or on the podcast a couple yeah. of weeks ago. Nate and Jason both met them through that. Um, it just, I was the out of them. I was the one that got involved with like actually writing and maintaining the package and, you know, providing the tool to help other people get at the data. Yeah. Um, and then from there, that's kind of just what I've been doing. I authored a couple other packages, um, for R that deal with college football. I'm the author of CFB Plotter, which is a really easy way to make those, to input logos into graphs basically yeah uh, so most most of the like logo plots that you'll see on uh twitter come from that package most people use those yeah. use that so package it,
0: it, is that the package that has baylor in that block uh yes i yeah. I, I hate that i uh i, I always <laughs> see that i'm like everyone's using that same that same uh, Baylor logo. That it's and it's ESPN. It's I know. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Unfortunately, um, all of the logos just come straight from ESPN. So yeah, I, I would love to take up with them because yeah, I don't like the that block logo. I know it, it just it's
0: just it's nasty. Um, yeah. There
2: the- are some there are some that are uh, <clears throat> um, in recent years. Some logos and, and some schools have dropped the outlines of some of their mm-hmm. uh, logos, and it's almost like it makes them disappear, right? like yeah i remember seeing the other day uh the UCLA logo and thinking this is wrong like something's <laughs> yeah. wrong here uh but then I, w- I went and i literally looked up their branding guide and i was like nope sure enough they dropped <laughs> they dropped the gold outline yeah of yeah the it, UCLA it does look and-
0: weird for sure
1: yeah i think espn just barely added it back in anyways for that exact issue is that it kept disappearing on their graphics and stuff and so, <laughs> i'm pretty sure my the cfb plotter uses that uses yeah. the, has still has the gold outline for it um yeah so it's just espn um uh, if you have complaints i would take it up with them and i would join you on a couple of it. yes
2: so, i'm writing a letter right now
0: <laughs> i hope i hope there's uh i hope it's strongly worded Blinken. yes yeah Okay. Oh, you know me. Um, (laughs) There is. uh, I was scrolling down through all through some of your graphs and stuff, and I saw this kicker advanced stat leaderboard. Mm -hmm. Do you? It's beautiful. Do Do you have this for every position, or are you just Um, a kicker enthusiast?
1: Yeah. Um. So it's kind of just ended up being my little niche. Um. I've kind of rolled into just fourth downs is my thing. Um. I have punters. I have kickers. Um. The kick returners. I don't think I posted this one one this week because. I posted one a couple weeks ago and it was just Kool-Aid McKinstry was just miles ahead of everyone else. And that didn't change. And so I was like, all right, I'll just not worry about it. Um, and then what I'm most well known for is the like college football fourth down bot, um, which is yeah. Tweeting. Okay. The every
0: fourth down play. The, what even, what even got me onto your Twitter to begin with was uh, in week zero, you posted a fourth down recommendation, mm-hmm. like uh, graphs. And it's awesome. Like, Obviously, uh, always go for fourth down. That, yeah, yeah. Just
1: that. fourth and one, just go for it. Just one hundred percent.
0: It's ridiculous when you look at all those. And so I'm assuming that's that's plotting all previous. Yeah, um, success rates.
1: Um, so that particular graphic was just all of the model recommendations combined. So, yeah, um, regardless of situation, basically it was just pure down and distance. Um, and I think I did a couple that were like adding filters for, you know, if you're up big or if you're down big and you can see how it changes. Um, and then, yeah, I was, I was pretty happy with it. It felt pretty good. It went, you know, went a little viral. And then, um, I had, I I got the opportunity to like actually see what, uh, you know, college football teams get for their like fourth down book. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's, uh, that's my tweet. (laughs) <laughs> like my tweet pretty much covers what you need to know for what the what college football teams are seeing when they like plot yeah. their book to see it uh so nice. that you know felt pretty good with that but yeah. yeah probably what i'm best known for
0: sweet uh i also saw um I, I just saw this for the washington state game uh it's like a link on 247 sports with like your stuff on it. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So again, yeah, that's the other thing. Um I am a, an analytics contributor for uh Ute Zone, which is the Utah Sweet. site on the twenty four seven sports network. Nice. Uh I've just been uh doing pre like analytics previews uh for each of Utah's games this season. Um yeah. and then, you know, in the past I've done some like analytics reviews, the the team and just anything I wanna write about. I wrote a, a nice article about Britton Covey returning punts it's, he was one of the best in the country last year. Um, yeah, just focus on Utah players. If I have any kind of, like, fun Utah thing I find, I'll just write a little article for it and post it on there. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's just kind of a side thing I do. Yeah.
0: Sweet. Yeah, yeah I saw in uh, your opponent-adjusted EPA graph, you, like, um, you highlighted just Utah and Washington State. Mm-hmm. Like, without, like, like did you, did you did you, like, write code for that, or is it just something you did, like, in Photoshop, or... No, yeah, that's how do you isolate those?
1: Um, that's uh, CFP plotter. That's my package. Nice. Um, I like. I, can just I do I've, in I've, code.
0: Yeah, I've always wanted to be able to do that, but I wish it was like in a, in the UI where you like the user could like click two and like have them highlight. But that's like
1: yeah, I, I would that's love like to wishful do that. thinking. Yeah, yeah, um, make like a website app. The issue is that making these plots uh, with uh, yeah with these logos it takes a minute to kind of render because it has to, you know, draw all the graphs. And so right. to do anything kind of dynamically it would just be slow, um, right. as cool as it would be.
0: Yeah, uh, that, that that's the one reason why I've always liked Tableau is because, like, it, it allows you to do that kind of thing. It, it's lacking in a bunch of other ways, but right, um, I do like that you can, like, make it interactive and stuff. And I saw, like, in your, um, like, scrolling down, if you, like, compare Utah and uh, Washington State's, uh, like, different... Offensive, defensive stats and stuff. I like how you put, you highlighted the advantage um, because, like everyone knows, Parker and his uh, and his college yeah ball yeah, And
1: those tables team. look very similar to his, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And and, when, and whenever I'm looking through, I'm like, I'm like, okay, uh, here's here's Texas's right. success rate, and I'm trying to draw it over and like see, okay. But uh, I like how you um, you clearly label which is the better the better stat for which team.
1: Yeah, no, it's definitely an appro- something I like. Um, yeah. <laughs> full credit to Robert Binion, who I took it from. He, he writes uh, <laughs> for the Rumble seat for Georgia Tech. Yeah. Um, he makes these tables and posts them, and then I just did it especially for you know Utah adapted or wrote some code to kind of yeah. make a similar graph because I liked it so much. Um, awesome. And I strongly agree. Yeah, highlighting the advantage is a big deal. Makes it much easier to write my preview articles
0: too to just see <laughs> yeah. where these advantages are. Yes, exactly. Um. <laughs> So, so like, uh, do you ever use any of your own stuff for like, like betting or picking games or are you just go with your gut or just look at like,
1: um, like stats, I, how, how, how do you do it? Um, I'm not a big better. I'll leave that to my yeah. brother who makes those models. Uh, maybe I'll listen to his, if I do anything, it's like, I'm listening to his advice on it. Um, yeah. I don't, uh, a, a lot of the stuff I like doing is just you know, more backwards looking than forward looking. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't put too much <laughs> that's,
0: that's Yeah, Yeah, be anytime I, I've put money on a game, I'm like, halfway through the game, I'm like, why did I do this? I'm so stupid. I-
1: yeah, no, <laughs> I'm, I'm notorious for just like, uh, whenever I'm feeling confident enough to put money down, that's the game that like, goes a completely different way.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, I'm sure you put a bunch down on Oklahoma State last week. So.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you, you would think okay, based on the outcome. Right. Yeah, it yeah. would be something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. The most recent bet was actually USC to cover against Utah, which uh, a complete miracle that they uh, barely, you know, Utah got the one-point win, and so (laughs) I won the bet and got the game, that result I wanted. All right, sweet. That never happens.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and uh, I'm a big sucker for, like, 10-plus leg parlays like I'm, I'm like, oh, I'm like, I'm like, look, honey, look at all this money I can win for just betting five bucks. Right. Like that. Yeah, that's never none of those things are going to no, happen. happen. Yeah, maybe a few, but it's it's always fun to to build those up. Yeah, okay. no, I'm okay.
1: looking forward to like setting a record for worst picks for you guys.
0: <laughs> hey, I have been getting worse and worse as the weeks go on, so uh, you'll I'm sure you'll be fine. Uh, Blinken's the one who's cheating over here. Uh, yeah. He knows something that I don't know. He's he's just I don't know what he's doing, but uh, y'all want to get into. The, Get into some, picks,
2: some uh, picks. Yeah, sure. All right, let's get into the uh, into the picks here. All right, we're going to start in the SEC. Uh, Alabama, LSU. Uh, lines at 13 for Alabama. Uh, the average on prediction tracker has it a 10-point favorite for Alabama. Uh, what do we think? Alabama, LSU. Big game.
0: This this is a big game. Um I, I'm going with LSU on this one. Bama just they're very beatable as Tennessee has shown as A and M and Texas almost almost pulled off somehow. Uh they are very beatable. And L S U is playing quite well lately. Brian Kelly knows what he's doing now. He's they're they're rolling, so and it's at Death Valley. I saw a cool I saw a cool stat that was they um Bama has, like, five losses at Death Valley, and two of those were to Nick Saban. Something like that, back when he was coaching LSU. Nice. Yeah, so give me LSU.
1: So I, I agree with all of your points, and I'm really tempted to pick LSU, but even with all of that, I'm just like, I cannot pick against Alabama. Um, I, I just can't. I think Saban pulls it out. Um, I do think yeah, LSU is usually, usually good. Does. Yeah. Um. Yeah, the game is in Death Valley, but Alabama just has a much better defense than Ole Miss, who you know LSU just barely beat, and so that probably is going to be a difference maker here.
2: Yeah, I think I got to go with Alabama too. Um, did you realize that they've allowed only set, uh thirteen touchdowns this whole season, and <laughs> I, sl- I saw and too. like like six of them were Tennessee.
0: Yep. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Yeah, I don't think Texas got one against them. Yeah, it's I think fields. so. Uh,
2: I'm, I'm going to go Alabama to win this one. Even though night game, Death Valley, all that jazz, you know, they're going to play neck over and over again. But
0: uh,
2: <laughs> yeah. give me give me Alabama. <laughs> all right, next let's go. Uh, Liberty at Arkansas. Uh, Arkansas favored by 13 and a half. Yeah. Um, Prediction Tracker says Arkansas by 10. What do we think about uh pig Sui versus the, I think a couple episodes ago, I called them the the fighting Jerry Falwells. Uh, uh, <laughs> what do we think about Liberty at Arkansas?
0: You know, um, Liberty's playing fine. Arkansas, I mean, they lost to freaking A&M. Um, they, I, I can't go with them. Sorry, it's Liberty on this one. Even though it's in Fayetteville, give me ranked Liberty over the uh, over the Oinkers. Yeah, gotcha.
1: um, yeah. So Liberty's been hot. Um, if you look at their most recent common opponent, BYU, Liberty has the bigger win recently. Um, you know, they won by more than Arkansas, uh, but. I don't feel comfortable picking Liberty. I'm going to let my power five bias come in here. I'm just going to say like Arkansas takes care of business. Um, and yeah, wins this one?
2: Yeah. I got to go Arkansas too. the 13 and a half is a, is oh, a large, man. it has yeah. a large yep. implied uh, kind of percentage mm-hmm. uh, win percentage for Arkansas that Vegas has. And I can't go against that, that, that's too that's too crazy, I think. Uh so Woo. Hey, well Whoop if you're da-
0: if you're as down as bad as I am, you gotta go
2: for this. <laughs> Is that what you're doing? So you're just trying to come back all in one week?
0: I'm I have to. I'm so <laughs> down right now. You, you win you win by a pick or so every single week. Oh, so and so uh, a friend of
2: the show, uh Kelly Ford, uh, DM'd me the other day. He was like, I see you. He's. I think he's. I think he's taking it personally that I'm uh, winning the the ESPN right you're, right you're, uh, group. Yeah, all
0: right, the bracket or yeah, yeah.
2: So, uh, yeah, I've I've been I've been on my game this this season so far. Let's uh, hopefully that keeps up. All right, uh, Tennessee, Georgia, um, line is eight points for Georgia. Um, prediction tracker says seven. Uh, For Georgia, what do we think? Tennessee and Georgia. I think this is going to be a super interesting game. Um, This is going to be, to be honest, you know, a lot of people are like, "This is Tennessee's." Like, this is a big test for Tennessee. I think this is a big test for Georgia. I think of either of those teams that haven't really kind of had the had a test,
0: proven themselves. It's probably Georgia.
2: So, what do we think about this game?
0: Um. Tennessee all day on this one. They are playing hot right now. Just got the number one ranking in the playoffs. They're going to be wanting to win this game bad. I know it's at Georgia, but like you said, you know, Tennessee battled Bama. Georgia hasn't really battled anyone. I mean, I guess Oregon, but that doesn't count. <laughs> no. <laughs> that was week, week one or week zero, week. whatever you want to call that. Um, it was week, is what it was. Anyway, uh, so... I think this has a, like, I'm feeling like 2011 Bama LSU regular season matchup, right here. I think it's gonna go back and forth and be lower scoring than, uh, than people think. But I still think Tennessee pulls it off in the end. So give me Tennessee for this one. Gotcha.
1: So I'm cheering for the Volunteers. Um, I love watching them play. They've been like, yeah, explosive on offense, fun to watch. Um, but I'm gonna continue to pick against Kyle here. <laughs> um. <laughs> Georgia is better than Alabama um, I strongly yes. believe that um, this game is in Georgia I'm gonna keep going with the Vegas favorite here um, I'm just gonna go with Georgia
0: man some one of us is gonna look rather foolish <laughs>
2: uh, I I think I'm gonna go with Tennessee I think uh, I think it might be, oh, yeah. it might be uh, respect their year Hinnan Hooker yeah. is as the kids would say him Uh. <laughs> And uh hey, like I said, I'm hoping so I'm cheering for them. I give me Tennessee until they lose, man. I mean, just Fair. let's let's roll. Yeah. Uh all right, let's go Clemson Notre Dame. I think this is an interesting game. Uh four and a half uh Clemson's a four and a half point favorite. I think it's in South Bend. Um yeah. four and a half point favorite. Prediction tracker, the average says uh four points um uh, for Clemson. What do we think about this game?
0: Uh, Just, I mean, they both just played Syracuse uh, and I'm a Syracuse guy too uh, when Texas isn't playing, so I watched most of those and I just, I think Notre Dame looked much better against Syracuse than uh, Clemson did. Um, I know Syracuse's points against Clemson were like off of a turnover or like a pick six or something like that but I Notre Dame just Took control the entire time, um, so I'm taking Notre Dame on this one. They need to win bad, so they'll gotcha. get it here.
1: Um, I actually didn't catch that game. Now that I'm thinking about it. as You say has like no memory at all of it, but <laughs> but Notre Dame lost to Stanford. They uh, <laughs> they almost lost to Cal, who are bottom tier Pac-12 teams. Here, I don't have any faith in Notre Dame. I'm taking Clemson
2: yeah I uh, I took Notre Dame over uh, Syracuse last week um, and I'm sure that one stung for Kyle um, because I was the only one that took it. but, um, but I think like the over under in this game is 44 and a half. I think that's crazy I would take the under all day with the quarterback issues yes. uh, that Clemson has had like kind of just don't know Notre Dame's offense isn't that great. I think Will Shipley is going to be the difference in this game. Um, So, actually, I'm going to take Clemson uh, to win this game in South Bend. All right, next, let's go Texas Kansas State. This game opened as a true pick 'em, um, has since moved to Texas. by two and a half, um, line average actually says Kansas by three points. Uh, what do we think about Texas and Kansas State?
0: Man, I don't know. It, it all depends on how we adjust at that on that bye week. I have no idea what to expect. We should come out slinging it and looking hot, but I'm not. I'm not so sure about that second half. I think we lead it at halftime, but I'm not sure about how it's going to end. Um, we, Kansas State used to be what the the dreaded purple team that we hated <clears throat> back when Mac Brown was coach. Since then, we've we've been fine against them. I think Tom Herman. I think Kansas State is the only team that Tom Herman didn't lose to in his entire tenure. Um, it was the only game we won last year, basically. So we're playing fine against them, but they're 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 really good this year. They got a great running back. I'm a little worried about this one. I think it'll be one of those nail biter barn burners down to the last drive, whoever's the ball last, and I pray to God it's Texas. So, give me Texas on this one. Confidence of one. <laughs> gotcha.
1: Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, we just saw Kansas State destroy Oklahoma State. Um, who uh, beat Te- you know Oklahoma State beat Texas before the bye week. Um, although I do think Texas is strong coming off a bye I agree like I'm excited for this game it should be a fun one to watch mm-hmm. um, it's the big 12 so who knows who's going to win right. this um, so I'm just going to say I'm going to let a little bit of recency bias take over and also Kansas State's the home team uh, so I'm going to take Kansas State
0: probably smart yeah
1: I, I gotta go Yeah, no, I get it you have to choose Texas I get it I gotta
2: go Kansas <laughs> State uh, they look Uh, pretty strong. The thing about their coaching staff is they did. And I said early in several episodes earlier in the season that they're using Adrian Martinez. They're doing the things that are best for him. When he went down, they completely switched uh, to a different game plan. They started throwing the ball all across the field um, to match the new quarterback style. Um, I think, Kansas state is coming off a huge win. They're going to be hype. This is the one, like the one time Texas, like once per season leaves the state of Texas to play a football game. And this, this is it. Uh, I think they're going to be uh, hit in the mouth about like Oklahoma state was. And for that matter, Oklahoma. Um, So give me Kansas state in this one. All right. Troy, Louisiana.
0: Man, I, I've been waiting all week for this one.
2: Line opened Troy three and a half. Has since moved to Troy by six. Um, the average on prediction tracker gives Troy a slight edge. What about this game?
0: Yeah, I'm going to take the edge and go Troy two. I, uh, I, I cannot pick a four and four Louisiana. Th- but this will be the game I'm wrong and Blinken will choose Louisiana and win. So I'm picking Troy. That's all I know.
1: Cool. Yeah, I know next to nothing about this matchup. I did a quick, you know, look up. Troy's on a five-game winning streak, um, undefeated in conference. Actually, I might be mixing that fact up. Uh, But their only losses were to Ole Miss and App State.
2: Um, So, yeah, I'll take Troy. I'll take the edge. Yeah, I got to go Troy, too. I think the difference in the way that line moved um, after the Open – um, th- these aren't teams that command a bunch of money. So I don't think that that movement in that line is due to heavy betting on one side. So, uh, that makes me think Vegas knows some bit of news that we don't. Uh, so I'm going to go, I'm gonna go with Troy. All right. We got another real big game this week, South Alabama and Georgia Southern uh this game is south alabama's favored uh by 4 uh prediction tracker the average says south alabama by maybe a point and a half
0: yeah um, no idea on this one um i'm going to go with georgia southern just because it's at home you know that they, they seem pretty pretty similar um but this is the kind of um this game is what happens when you you're like mom i want to go watch the georgia bama game and she's like we got georgia bama at home that's that's what this is south alabama george southern um <laughs> give me georgia southern
2: like all i can think of is uh the old eddie, eddie murphy skit when they're like we're going to mcdonald's and then his mom makes him like uh, a burger with ketchup between like two pieces of white, like sliced white bread. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's this is the the two pieces of white sliced bread version of nice. Georgia yep. Alabama.
0: For sure.
1: Cool. Um, so the only thing I know about either of these teams uh, is that Clay Helton is the head coach at Georgia Southern, and we all know what a great program he built at USC that Lincoln Riley was very lucky to inherit and you know you know just one year away from really popping off there with him Uh, so I'll take Georgia Southern at home
2: yeah the uh the over under on this is 60 and a half so apparently these two teams can move the ball or their defenses can't stop the ball and I feel like in high scoring games like that um it can like really get fuzzy, like predictions and stuff can get fuzzy. So I'm just going to go with the home team and and say Georgia Southern on this one. All right, what do we got next? We've got uh, Wake Forest, the Demon Deacons uh, at North Carolina State Wolfpack. Uh, This line opened at uh, three points in favor of Wake Forest, has since moved to four and a half. Uh, Prediction Tracker actually gives the nod to NC State by a point and a half. What do we think about this game?
0: I believe NC State has screwed me every single time I've rooted for them this year. But I do like them. NC State for me. The, these games are... I mean, these two teams are about as similar as you can get. Uh, number 21 and number 22, both 6-2. and two. I think that... Edge has to go to the home team on this one. This is gonna be a close one, I think.
1: Yeah, no, I, I basically agree. I'm really excited for this one. Um should be a really good one. I do like watching Wake Forest, but I definitely like NC State. Um we have a guy with the sports dataverse, Billy Fryer. He's the he's the head of the NC State Sports Analytics Club. So I'm just for just for him. Um and for, you know, they're at home. I'll take NC State.
2: So I'm going to go Wake Forest in this one. Um, I think I think this the analytics kind of you know quote unquote the analytics say. Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, the I think prediction tracker probably has not adjusted for Devin Leary being out, um, and so I'm going to go with Vegas on this one and say Wake Forest. All right. Oh, talk about friends of the podcast. Uh, meet, meet, U, UT, or UTSA against UAB in the acronym bowl. Um, <laughs> U, UT San Antonio is favored by a point. Um, Prediction Tracker says point should go to uh, UAB. What do we got?
0: You know... Last year they, they got me a win basically every single time I picked them this year. I think they've done pretty well for me. I, I I'm still meep meep until the day they go 0 and 12, I guess. They I I like them too much. <laughs> they're, they're my new uh go-to team uh, for G5. So meep meep on me.
1: Gotcha. Love it. Um so again, I let my power five bias come in here. I haven't watched very much group of five games. Don't know anything about this matchup either. Um, I did look it up. This is the one that UTSA is undefeated in conference play. The note that I had earlier. Oh, okay. Um, and, uh, the only other thing I saw as I was scanning through the records is UAB lost to rice, who's not a very good yeah, team that's rough. To go that's off rough. of. Um, they, let's see, they had a common opponent was Western Kentucky. UTSA beat them. UAB lost. Um, yeah, there was the road versus home factor there. So, you know, they should be pretty equal. But yeah, I'll take the Roadrunners. They're fun. Meet
2: me. Love it. <laughs> yeah, meet me all day. Give me UTSA. All right. And we round it out with, by prediction trackers uh, estimation, the closest game of the 10-game pick them uh, The predicted win percentage within 1%. Baylor Bears in Norman at Oklahoma. Um, Vegas has Oklahoma by three and a half. The average on prediction tracker says that it's a pick them. What do we got guys?
0: Yeah, this is definitely one of those big 12 pick just like Texas, yep. Kansas state. It's one of those middle tier against middle tier of the big 12. Who the hell knows? Um, uh, but you know, Oklahoma is I hate to say it they are playing much much better uh recently so i think i'm gonna give a slight edge to ou
1: yeah again i'm just gonna agree with you here um it is <laughs> a pick them it's a uh, it's the big 12 who knows it's just whoever ends up winning could go either way very very easily what i'm primarily basing this off of is yeah again oklahoma's at home so that's a nice little bonus but Baylor lost in double overtime to BYU. And as a Utah fan, I have a very low opinion of BYU's team. Especially this year, they've been a little down. And so I'm just going to knock the Bears and go with uh, Oklahoma.
2: Yeah, I got to go Oklahoma too. I, I'm guessing three and a half is probably the like home field advantage bump from Vegas that Vegas probably mm-hmm. gives Oklahoma on a... So I'm sure they're, you know, whatever came out thinks these are too... Evenly matched teams. Uh, I got to go Oklahoma. So I am, I think, contractually obligated. So, um, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep, Give me Oklahoma.
0: Sweet. Okay. Is that it? Is that all of them?
1: That is it. Yeah. That's all. I believe so.
0: Yeah. Sweet. Okay. Well, uh, we usually like to wrap things up here with an Aggie Fact. Jared, I don't know if you have one or not. Um, I
1: do. Yes, oh, I do.
0: We will let we will let the guest go first.
1: Cool. So, um, you know, I do. I run that fourth down bot. Um, I'm basically the only one that actually deals with the college football fourth down stats uh, with that model. Um, and so, among Power Five teams, um, Texas A&M is the worst in the country. They have lost the most win probability per game. They lose about four percentage points of win probability per game simply by uh, deciding to kick the ball instead of going for it on fourth down this year, according to you know CFP fourth down. Um, in fact, oh, I want to pull this up. They had I meant to do this a second ago. Texas A and M um, this year. Uh, yeah, they had one where they <laughs> just against Appalachian State um they lost seven percentage points probably by kicking a field goal that they ended up missing to try and tie the game at the end of the fourth quarter there in their loss they should have just gone for it even on the uh you know it was fourth and six along so i get why coaches might want to do that but college kickers are bad that's what i've learned the most from uh doing this and yeah. so you just got to go for it more than you think. And then against uh, South Carolina, another game that Texas A.M. lost, they had five different fourth downs where the model strongly recommended going for it, and they decided to kick in every situation
0: in another game that they, uh, they lost. Wow. Good job, Aggies. Yeah. That's how we do it.
2: That's fantastic.
0: You got one, blinking.
2: Uh, I didn't do my homework, so I ceded my time to the gentleman okay. from Utah. That's
0: cool. Um, so there's been a lot of talk of Jimbo Fisher and his buyout and stuff. I did a I did a couple buyout stats last week. Here this one was one of my favorites. Um when all is said and done, Fisher will have made 125.4 million in salary bonuses and extensions. Uh if he was fired today, that would be 13.9 million dollars per ranked win. It's a lot. That's very money.
1: very expensive wins.
0: <laughs> and I think it's something like um, something like how? nine million against SEC West teams. Yeah. How much like How
1: much do college teams typically pay, like for the pay games when they like invite like an FCS team?
0: Oh, about a million.
1: Okay, yeah, so significantly more spent. Okay, gotcha,
0: gotcha. Yeah, I, more expensive. I you. think it was Tennessee a couple years ago. I uh, I think my tweet was Tennessee. Volunteered uh, to pay for and asking by an FCS team. I, I can't remember. It was like one point six million. Or something. It was a crazy amount of money. Yeah, it, it's yeah. it's. I would say one to two million in some anywhere in there. So yeah, pretty expensive. Yeah, and no one has more. Just so everyone knows, I'll remind y'all. No one has more se or FCS wins in the SEC than the Aggies do since joining. Even Florida doesn't, and they played. Two FCS teams, I think, two years in a row. So there you go. That's how we do it, folks. Jeez. Uh, Jared, I want to uh, thank you so much for coming on.
1: Yeah, uh, thanks for having me.
0: Plug anything you want to plug. Can where can people find your work? Uh, yeah. Um, what else should they follow?
1: Yeah, so like I said, I just post on Ute Zone. I'm a contributor there, but I don't expect non-Utah fans to follow me or anything on that. Um, I'm primarily everything I post is on Twitter at Jared D Lee, um, and then I would highly recommend everyone who isn't follow the Fourth Down bot. It's at AI Sports underscore Fourth, um, and it just posts the Fourth Down uh, the the model prediction for every fourth down of like nationally
0: televised games. Will do. Well, thanks so much, Jared, for coming on. Uh, Best of luck to Utah the rest of the season. Yeah, thanks. Um, Yeah, and keep on doing what you're doing.
1: All right, thank you. Stats are for losers.